0: This podcast series is brought to you by Elekanyani Ndlovu. For more details, visit elnglovu.com. My name is Elekanyani Ndlovu and welcome to Wu Manifesto. Wu Manifesto is about educating one another through conversation, asking difficult questions and engaging our experiences holistically. It's about challenging each other to grow, to innovate, to think and move in ways that will impact people positively. 59% of the global population is active on the internet. 3.96 billion people are social media users. In Africa, 39.3% of the African population uses the internet. In 2019, 22.6% of the African female population had online access. The internet can be a vital source of empowerment. This means that women can access networks that can help them to communicate, set up businesses, and access financial and government services. But along with these opportunities, connectivity also creates a risk for attack. Hackers attack every 39 seconds and on average, 2,244 times a day. 62% of businesses experience phishing and social engineering attacks. And this risk is increasing. It is important that we have a security-minded attitude when we are online. This week, I will be talking all things cybersecurity with Lungile Mjali from Clirafo. ClaraFor is an ICT company with a focus on cyber security, governance, risk and compliance solutions. It was founded in 2014 and it is a majority black female owned and 100% black owned. Their customers include multiple companies from across many industries, including telecoms, financial services, breweries, government and engineering. You can visit them on Clarifo.co.za. Lungile was born and raised in Newcastle, and she moved to Pretoria to study financial information systems. Lungile heads up Key Accounts Management at Clarifo, where she's responsible for the client's technical and business support. Lungile, welcome to Manifesto. Thank you for welcoming me. It's a pleasure and an honor to be in this podcast that enhances women and raises awareness, especially around cybersecurity. What is this crime that happens on the internet or online? We refer to this crime as cybercrime. It is crime that involves devices and network. These intelligent people that do this crime, they sit behind your network to get to you. And what are they after specifically? It can be anything. They can be after just ruining your reputation. We've seen that happening during the 21 days of lockdown. A couple of gentlemen were having an online meeting on Zoom and that Zoom was hacked to publish some some disgusting content. It depends on the motive of the person doing it. It can be of gaining information, information that is encrypted. It can be of financial fraud. Second one is please use a strong password. Do not repeat your passwords. Make them complex. For your system use characters use capital letters use digits and you can also even have a password management systems eg like your capacity what capacity does is that it saves a strong password for you so you would have a password for capacity capacity would have passwords for you to authenticate with keep your softwares onto your systems updated all the time. So when your computer asks you for updates and you say I later am busy stop that. Just say update. It prevents you from being a cyber victim. Manage your social media passwords or settings. Change them regularly as well. Keep your page private. If someone is not your friend, they shouldn't see your bio or even your information. Don't display your email address because most of the time your email address becomes your username on your social platforms somebody could just simply have access to your gmail then they can have access to all your accounts so that is where the danger is remember to log out regularly you use someone else's machine maybe use your husband's machine you log in and then you leave it open or you leave it locked on only to find that he leaves his machine at work open, and he goes out for coffee. Someone enters and finds Ellen's Facebook open. They start posting stuff just for reputation damage. Some people just do it for control, Jay, just for the fun of it. <laughs> yeah, easy. people are just just Jay, just to make your life a little bit crazy. Yeah, so strengthen your home network. Now everyone is working from home. Make sure that your fiber is secured. Make sure that when someone comes into your home, they ask for your password regularly as well. Your internet password gets changed as you have visitors. Manage your home network. We need to talk more about internet to our children. I don't know how old your children are. Teach them, teach them about. Um, Internet sharing, teach them about internet communications, about harassment, teach them about stalking, about bullying, teach them about trafficking, teach them to speak to people they know, to not to be comfortable with strangers and to not take what they hear from strangers and make it who they are. Because some kids change behavior because of internet. Because someone is telling them, you are old now, you are able to tell your mom that you're not coming back this weekend. So make them aware that as much as it comes with all the great things, them watching YouTube channels and learning stuff and getting new music videos and be connected with their friends, there are horrible things that take place on the internet. They need to be aware of that. Read thoroughly before you click anything. Right now, there's a circulation of emails from SARS saying you owe SARS 9,000 rand, and if you don't pay, you're not going to get paid. When you read the statement, the statement is wrong. Even my mom panicked over such an email only to find that it's just a scam. It's just a phishing email, and it looks so legit. So how do you identify a phishing email? The tone of that email, the spelling mistakes in the email, the account, the verification of the context of the email, for instance. Because some other things like the look and feel, it is proper, it looks like it comes from SARS. But the email address, small things like SARS email address is a .gov. One other incident that I've dealt with was when artists were sent a WhatsApp saying that they should click here to reset their password on Instagram. Rather, when you get a message like that, go to that platform and go to settings and change your password from within the platform, not by clicking any links. They ended up losing their account totally. They had to start from scratch. So, Lungile, what are the types of crimes that you get in the cyberspace? When we say cyber crimes, what are we referring to? We are referring to financial fraud crimes, we have a cyber terrorism, we have cyber sex trafficking, which we have seen it has escalated so much during this lockdown period, especially with women between the age of 18 and 30 going missing. We have a cyber warfare where it's just countries hitting each other on their networks. We also have a computer as a tool. This speaks to malware, this speaks to spyware. this speaks to any kind of soft attack that can happen into your device, into your computer. As you're sitting at home, you'll find that there's a spyware that is taking your your, your RAM or your hard drive or your memory. You have online harassment, of which we've seen in a story last week or two weeks back with a girl that is that was just only eleven years old, getting DMs from Instagram, some old people harassing her, telling her to release inappropriate content. We have drug trafficking that happens with dark sides. We have cyber live streaming sexual abuse where we have young girls that are being drugged and they are being recorded in secret places doing sexual activities and they take that content and sell it. And we have cyber stalking. It is one of the most popular cyber crimes that happens around. What type of person attacks and why? It can be anyone with a mandate, but mostly people who have upskilled themselves or who have better knowledge of how systems work. It's people that went to school for it or people that have years of self-taught. Which I suppose is why it's important for us to also understand what's going on, how it works, so that we have some form of knowledge on how to protect ourselves. Yes, that's the reason why we need to take even those smaller measures of changing passwords. And why is the password changing important? So the frequent change of password, it enables your your authentication to be more stronger because there are chances that the next person has your password. And we do have systems that do record people's passwords. So the more you change it, you are limiting them access to your system. Lunile, are women more vulnerable to cyber crimes? Yes, they are. So statistics shows that cyber crimes that are happening on a day-to-day basis, most of them, like 65% of them, are happening against women. So women aged around 18 to 30 are mostly victims of such crimes. So how can we protect ourselves? Stop using free Wi-Fi without a VPN. (laughs) Have VPNs. It's always a good idea to use a VPN whenever you are on a public network. Just have a VPN. VPN will always make sure that whatever message that you're trying to send is encrypted until it reaches its destination where it's going to get decrypted for the next person to read. So as it travels in the network, no one can actually see what you've written until it gets to the right destination. Download a VPN as an application. So the message is download VPN, use that on free Wi-Fi. It it is always a good idea for you to have VPN for the Wi-Fi networks, especially outside your home, libraries, cafeterias, hotels. You can name all these. Kind of, kind of places that people, people go to. So, Yeah, airports. Uh, yeah, coffee <laughs> shops. Yes. So your virtual private network, that is a VPN. It's a virtual private network. It is important for one to have. It, it helps you to be secured. So if your data can be stolen, your reputation can be damaged, what are the basic things that we should at least have in place as a a business, as a small business, imagine being hacked. I believe that every organization should have a division of cybersecurity in-house. You should be aware of what you have in your network. Each and every business needs to have protection around their network, around their database, protection of customers' information. Currently, we have a tool that we use for governance where a pop is in place and GDPR where certain information cannot just be shared with anyone anyway. That is a role for every business. Make sure that customers are protected, the business is protected because most of the information is being leaked via people being fished. So this is highly important that you keep your network secured your data privacy is secured as well, and you have campaigns for awareness and phishing to enlighten your staff that there is cyber attack, with cyber bullying, and sometimes, in most of the cases, it happens because one did not have sufficient information over awareness and phishing. How often do companies get hacked? So we wake up to companies being hacked almost every week. Big companies being hacked almost every week. Companies do get to a point where they feel like we have spent a lot and now we are secured. Each and every environment needs to be now and again be reviewed, be health checked, be updated. Because as, as, much as, as much as businesses try to keep up the level The hackers are also keeping up the levels and they are getting great at it. And now during this COVID-19, they've seen a very huge loophole to actually get inside and just make sure that they destroy some of the work that has been built for years. So if you're an executive at an organization, what should be some of the things you should concern yourself with? And Businesses should really invest in making sure that their primary assets, um, which is information data privacy, is always always taken care of and measures are put, in that, that measures are in place to secure such environments. Even if it means that you have to spend a little bit more on your infrastructure to make sure that your databases, your environment is highly secured, that no one without authorization has access into your system. People think that only IDs and bank accounts information are critical. But let me tell you that your name, your last name and your first name are as critical as your ID number. According to Poppy, this is information that no one except the person that you have an SLA with should have a right to. Lingile, thank you so much and all the best with your career and happy cybersecurity at uh, Clarifol. You too. Bye-bye. What we need to stop and think about is in a world that is increasingly connected, how do we create an information society that accommodates the needs, aspirations, and visions of Africans and especially African women? Only 22.6% of African females have access to the internet. What are the infrastructure deficiencies, policy gaps, structural and cultural features should we be talking about to create a cyberspace that can assist women realize economic sustainability and dignity. My discussion with Lungile has led me to agree with what Ray Rothrock says in his book Digital Resilience. That one, it is important for us to be aware and to have the educational foundation of what all of this means and that a cyber attack can't be viewed as something that affects other people, and not you. And two, the distributed nature of the networks leaves so many networks vulnerable to attack, and therefore, an attack on an individual or a business is inevitable. Lungile spoke to us about the actions we can take, and what we can implement today to safeguard the different threats. We must use a full-service internet security suite. We must use strong passwords, keep our software updated, and manage our social media settings. We must strengthen our home networks and talk to our children about the internet. As business leaders, we need to take a proactive approach. Cyber attack is inevitable, and these attacks are becoming more diverse and complex. So as business leaders, we need to spend our money on how to recover data quickly and keep our essential services going during an attack. Data breach attacks are on the rise. Therefore, cybersecurity needs to form an integral part of the organization's strategy. In an intensively interconnected world, the business strategy must include emergency plans on cyber recovery in addition to business continuity plans and disaster recovery plans. I challenge you to reflect on your own experience, your personal and professional reality, and see how you can be more resilient by equipping yourself with information. Next week, I will be talking to a female leader who is working on a project to make high-speed internet access affordable for every human by 2030. And we will talk about why internet access matters and why as women we should participate to create a cyberspace that doesn't widen the inequality gap I would love to hear from you please share your thoughts, ideas and experiences with me on elendlovu.com or send an email to womanifesto at erendlovo.com until next week thank you and God bless